0: Hey everybody, this is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Mara Hargarther of Hargarther Thaler & Associates, and she is the winner of the Bobby Hopf Franchise of the Year Award. We are at the National Conference for Dream Vacation on Celebrity Apex, and we're going to talk to her about her business, uh, how she made it through the slowdown, and what it took to become Franchisee of the, of the Year on Insider Travel Report. First question always, well first of all congratulations on the award, you won the...
1: Franchise of the Year, uh-huh. uh, second time in I think yeah. six years, seven years, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's
0: great. But, so let's start at the beginning. When did you get the bug?
1: When I was 30 years old, which is exactly 30 years ago, I went on my first cruise. And I loved Ding ding it. ding. I loved it. Yeah. I became addicted to it, and I knew that if I wanted to go on more I was going to have to find a way and uh, We had a bad experience with our travel agent and I thought hmm I got I, I had two I had twin boys and a daughter 19 months apart I left Wall Street. That was my only job I ever did Prior to that, mm-hmm. and I basically uh, traded my briefcase for a suitcase, and here I am.
0: How did you get from there to where you are now?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, when I started, I, uh, as I said, I left Wall Street. I was great with numbers, but I wasn't great with geography. So <laughs> I, I, learned. I right. basically learned, and you I had half the job down. Exactly. Exactly. I. Um, was always, always good at sales. Uh, it was, I think it's hereditary. My father was a great salesman. And uh, I, fi- I think... What did he sell? Textiles. Textiles in New York. Yeah. And uh, I think the, uh, what I did the first year, which was uh, what I was thinking was gonna be a very part-time job, because uh, I had three little ones.
0: Did you work for someone or did you start right away started, with the franchise?
1: I started myself as a Cruises Inc. agent. Thank you. Yes, Cruises Inc. agent. I was only looking for a part-time job and uh, my first year in the business, part-time, um, I did a million dollars in sales. And I was, the, I was actually the only person that had ever done that with Cruises Inc. Wow. Yes, and this part-time job uh, quickly became a very f- overtime job. And
0: as I understand it, you would be like, I don't know if I want to be Cruises Inc. anymore.
1: No, no, I didn't. I didn't have that mindset. I needed as you much. needed the back
0: back end help. I
1: needed as I, I. really just wanted to do the sales. That's what I'm good at. I only wanted the sales. So Cruises Inc. was a great model for me at the time. And um, my I. I was so busy that my mother uh talked my sister into coming to work for me quit her job and help me wow. so that's claudia thaler okay. okay so she joined me and we uh worked together uh, my office was in my la- my office was my laundry room actually it started in my bedroom but it uh, when i hit a million i went down to the laundry had expand yes <laughs> Uh, But then, unfortunately, um, my husband was offered an opportunity to move to Florida. And because I had a mobile office, um, we went. And I called my sister and I said, listen, I'm leaving. But you can do this on your own from New York. And so she did it on her own from New York. And I did it from Florida. But we did it separately. And... uh, So
0: she was her own franchise? uh, I mean, her own own Cruise Inc.? Inc.?
1: Yes. And then a few years later, we... uh, the light went on and we realized we should be a franchise. So we switched over to Cruise One, mm-hmm. and we, I believe we were the first ones to switch over to Cruise One. Actually, I did first, and then I think about a year later, Claudia came over as well. And then uh, we were so happy with the change, and uh, wasn't that much more that was needed to continue successfully. And we... Um, so
0: that back end that you were you were always about sales, but now you were able to make the plunge and it wasn't so bad.
1: Actually, I realized for the amount of money I was paying Cruises, Inc. Oh, that's what I was getting to out to, uh, to be my back office, I could hire three full-time people to help me.
0: And still make a profit.
1: And still make a profit. So we d- we switched over, and, um, and then Claudia and I merged our franchises to be... Harg Thaler and Associates, so that our clients would be more comfortable with dealing with each other if one of us was away. Mm -hmm. And then, I was one of the people that really wanted a different name.
0: Then Cruises One.
1: Cruise One, yes, yes, I wanted a different name because we did more than just cruise. Even though we were largely cruise only, we still did some land and I'm very competitive and I don't like to lose any sale. And, uh, you know, if you're doing... I had some clients that were doing every other year cruise and all-inclusive. I wanted that, too. So um, I was one of the ones that that were really begging for it. So you were
0: the first over and the first over again.
1: Correct. Well, I was among the first over. When they announced it, I signed up immediately. And I'm so happy that we did. Mm -hmm.
0: So now um, I, I assume a lot of travel advisors are wondering how you made it through the slowdown. What was it like?
1: Well... So I was on one of the last cruises to come back. I was with a large group, a knitting group that I do, um, on the Silhouette, March 6 sailing. And we never felt as safe as we felt on that cruise. Um, None of us got it on board, but two of us came home with it. Um, And it was scary, it was scary. Uh, and I will tell you that we were the only franchise in World Travel Holdings that had guests on the Diamond Princess. Really? And it was hellish. It was hellish. How
0: did you work through that?
1: Well, the funny thing is um, my son Corey is in the business with me and it was his client and um, the client actually ended up it was husband and wife in, in Japan. They, The wife ended up being getting sick, but not with COVID, mm. and they sent her to the hospital. But nobody asked where, the, which hospital she was going to. So she was actually lost, while the while the husband was on board, had to stay on board in quarantine, and Corey had to find her. Right. And I mean, when I tell you, we were speaking to World Health Organization, the embassy. And princess never, they they like kind of forgot about her. Really. But when we brought it to their attention, they quickly found her, and we were in touch with her, and it w- it was it was kind of PTSD in the making for us, right. and we got her we got them home, and it was my my son Corey was phenomenal, um, and they they their clients for life right. yeah
0: you got them out of that
1: Exactly.
0: but that was just the start of it and then you had to uh, unbook book rebook and then
1: so so our strategy and this was really from my son Corey, because I wanted to just rebook everybody for the next month because who knew right. Right? right and Corey said to me mom book them for next year don't book them close in they're just gonna cancel more work. Yes. And I didn't really listen to him. And he was right. He basically, So you're the
0: optimist. He's the pessimist.
1: I'm always the optimist. I, I have found the silver lining in, in the pandemic. And um, so being, pushing them just a year out actually wasn't bad for us because we made double money mm-hmm. in most cases. Depending upon who Correct. the supplier was. Correct. And um, so he pushed all of his clients out for a year. A lot of them still had to rebook, but uh, we encouraged our clients to, to rebook. And I'd say we had about a 75% success rate with doing that. Some people just wanted to cancel, but we really, uh, we really spent the time and invested in our clients in encouraging them to have something to look forward to when this was over.
0: So, is the structure of your franchise all family or you have ICs? What no, have?
1: we have. So, we have um, my sister, Claudia, is my business partner. And um, my sister, Abby, is an associate. My son, Corey, is an associate. My sister in law, Mary, is an associate. But everybody else is independent contractors.
0: And what happened during the pandemic to them?
1: Um, only two are out. As of this week, only two don't want to renew for next year, but we give a minimum production requirement for our associates. So if they don't reach a certain level, we don't renew them. So that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. So they're all um, they're all in.
0: Let's talk about how um, Dream Vacation helped you during that that period.
1: Um, it was wonderful to know, and this is not a plug. This is no. truly from the heart that. I was so thankful that we had the backing of the Tolkens. I mean, there are so many agencies that, that went under, uh, and, and that, that World Travel Holdings had the capacity and the financial backing to, to be able to support the network through this. They were so generous, they were so reassuring, and uh, I just felt really eternally grateful for that.
0: Yeah. Were there certain programs that you took advantage of?
1: Um, I was offered programs, but I didn't take it because I really didn't need it. Luckily for us, luckily for us, we were in a fi- uh, we had no debt, and we were in a secure financial position. And that's one of the things I, I would tell my clients. You know, we not everyone is ready to travel even now, and we don't want to put anyone out of their comfort zone. So that's why we encourage people book move it out. And if you don't feel comfortable at that time, then we'll talk about it. But you should know we're here to hold your hand. We're here to guide you. We're here to uh, walk you through the process. And we will be here when you're ready to to book again. Mm-hmm. We are not going anywhere. Clients. Oh, uh, no,
0: you're traveling and showing them they can travel, well, but otherwise you're not going anywhere. We
1: were cruising together two weeks, three weeks ago.
0: Oh, that's uh, that so when, my we, first when trip. we were on a trip together for the, uh, what was this, the, the Endeavor. Crystal, Endeavor. Crystal Endeavor.
1: Yeah, and I was not ready to travel until then. As a matter of fact, I had 11 trips canceled. Mm-hmm. Some by me, I won a free trip on the Apex and I canceled it to Greece because I just didn't feel secure enough Mm -hmm. to make that trip.
0: But that's part of what your clients uh, appreciate about you that you are leading by example.
1: Not only that, but I have had some elderly clients contact me that were ready to cruise and I told them not yet. And they really respected that. that. They really, I said, you know, some clients that have you know been through some medical situations that I knew about they wanted to go and i and I told them I, I don't feel comfortable putting you on a ship yet, but I will tell you when I do. They were really grateful for that That's good. you know so what
0: what does it take to become a, a franchise of the year award winner for for people interested I mean hard work what else
1: hard you mean this past year or you mean in totality. Well, you
0: won the award now, so we're talking about that, but it, but, but it doesn't just happen one year. You, you build and you build and you build.
1: So, um, to me, the most important thing is relationships. And um, I, will, I will just say, this is part of what you asked before, but part of what, I'm, what I just mentioned. Um, I, had, I, I would say almost every day, I would have clients call me to ask if I was okay. And that just made me feel so appreciated and grateful that they were worried about me. And, I, and it was kind of funny because I'd be like, oh, no, no, don't worry about me, I'm fine. You know, I actually like to have a little free time now. And the pandemic actually um, made me, I, I've always been trying to find balance in my life. I never could, was always on overdrive. And the pandemic gave me a chance to sit back, get organized, throw out old brochures and just refocus. So um, an example would be one day last summer, it was in the middle of the week. And it was a typical day where I wake up, I'm like, what day is it today? Is, yeah. it, is it, what month is it? Yeah, yeah. Am, I, am I supposed to be out of bed or am I not supposed to be out of bed? And, and that afternoon I was like, I was in the pool in the backyard lying on a raft, and I said to my husband, you know, I feel like I'm on sabbatical, and it's actually okay, but I can't do this for very long, you know? It's, it's okay now, but it's getting a little old. I don't want to watch Netflix every day, you know? <laughs> so when it started back, which I think for me, was January. January started getting busier and busier, and uh, so what, it, what does it take? I stayed in touch with all of my suppliers, I didn't need anything from them. They didn't need anything from me. We were just, it was just in touch, just like, how are you, how, are you doing okay? Are you, are you, same thing, you know, are you okay? And,
0: and you did the same with your clients, I'm sure.
1: I did, I did. And um, they, I, I just really wanted them to know I am not looking to book them on a cruise. I'm just checking in to see how they're doing. That's it. Yep, yep, yep. And it would, the conversation would very quickly turn to, but how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm <laughs> fine, you know? So um, when you're ready, we're here. And we have been so busy that it's, the, it's our busiest year ever.
0: Well, let's talk about the trends then. So okay. you're past uh, 2019 in terms of your level of booking?
1: Oh yeah, we're, we're ahead by 2.7 million over 2019. Yeah.
0: Hence the award.
1: <laughs> I don't think the award... The award isn't about production because we were number two of the network, not number one. Okay. So the award is based on lots of criteria. Mm-hmm. and um, Please tell us. Yeah. So it's based... Uh, I think Debbie said it's based on um, people that had an impact on the network, people that showed caring, people that made a difference. And, uh, you know, we acquired an agency during the during the pandemic that would
0: help them and helped you i'm sure
1: we um we acquired a, a storefront in south florida yes and uh it was an agency owner that i met on a cruise a few years ago and we stayed in touch and uh at that time i asked her what her exit strategy was and you know i told her to keep me in mind and so we we had been friends and talking for quite a while. And the pandemic brought about the, the, this move, would not have happened if it wasn't the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it was the only time where we didn't have people traveling that we could actually make this change. So, um, so we closed uh, April 1st and um, sent the, some people retired from the agency, and the rest we sent home with computers and f- and cloud phones and they're extremely happy and we're, it's been a great it's been a great move wow. yeah yeah
0: that's inspiring so it, it, it a pandemic doesn't stop you
1: no you just have to reposition yourself
0: you, you know? thought outside the box so
1: yeah and not only that but like i have a i have a cl- uh, an associate that is very um reactive and he's, he was my top associate, besides my son. And um, he did only cruise. And he said, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? I said, you have to reinvent yourself. You have to become a chameleon. He said, what do you mean? I said, do land. Get to know land. And he became a rock star of land. And he was doing so much land that he he started posting on Instagram everyone he got while he'd be at a resort he was booking people because they saw where he was and he reinvented himself Mm -hmm. and he won many awards and free trips from the suppliers Mm -hmm. and he just came back from Virgin which was his first cruise since we started again and it re uh, re reestablished his love for cruising Mm -hmm. so he loved it
0: so Let's just wrap it up with, I mean, you've actually given a lot of good advice uh, in your anecdotes, but we have more than 95,000 travel advisors watching. What's your advice to them at this time?
1: So uh, whenever I meet a new franchisee or someone new in the business, I always ask them, what is your why? And they look at me like, what do you mean? I said, why should somebody book their trip with you? And they, the first thing they 90% of them say to get, oh, because I give great service. You say, everybody thinks they give great service. What is great service to you? And they say, oh, I'm very detail-oriented. That's not great service. Um, what I would say to somebody new or old in this business is develop relationships with your suppliers. Ask them how you can help them. Don't ask them what they can do for you. Ask them how you can help them. Because if you show your value proposition to them, they will be there to help you when you need it. And when you need it, could be to help your client uh, who has a problem or needs something special on their cruise. So you can go back to them and they'll be happy to help you. Never ask them to send a bottle of wine to your client. Save your favors for when you really need it. And so they know if I come to them it's something they really have to make good on, you know? So establish relationships, pick up your, the phone, call your DSM. If they've not called you, call them. Offer to take them to co- for coffee and let them know who you are, where you are. Ask them what they need help, in. they always need help in some area. And if you try to help them or you give them a booking on a sailing, they need help in, that will be immeasurable. Right? Right, right. Yeah. I don't
0: think a lot of travel advisors think that way. So it's good. It's a reversal.
1: The worst thing is when I hear, oh, uh, you know, I'm in this area I never heard from my DSM. Well, pick up the phone. What
0: percentage email to phone do you think?
1: Percentage what? What
0: percentage email to phone in business? What should it be?
1: Oh, if, you, if ever you can pick up the phone, that's always should preferable. But millennials um, and Gen Xers really prefer texting, and email, so the, one of the first things I do with clients, well, the first thing I do... Wait, when that was
0: a pop question, to be quick. No,
1: no, no, it's okay. I was like, what is he <laughs> asking me? No, but one of the first things I ask someone that's referred to me is, what's the best way to reach you? What, what's method? Which method of communication do you prefer? And then you stick with that. And I stick with that, but I don't let them text me. I don't, I don't like to be texted by clients. Only my really top clients have my cell phone number. Um, just preferable. But that's really important.
0: That's really great advice. Thank you for sharing.
1: My pleasure.
0: And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.